0: As I learn to use this equipment, as I learn to make better and better notes, wow, are we discovering things. People finding themselves through violence. McLuhan's reference, Eric mentioned in his conversation with Emily Trinkos. McLuhan says something to the effect of, when people don't have a sense of embodiment, when people don't know who they are, when people are disembodied, They find out who they are through violence and aggression. This happens when people are missing intensive initiatory experiences. When bodies are part of community living that is inclusive of initiatory experiences, meaningful, with a greater purpose, meaningful initiatory experiences, then people do not try to find themselves through violence. People stumble into these situations. And have an energy that they need to move or, or 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 evolve or change and where people end up acting violently this could have been entirely prevented by ensuring the natural forms of initiatory experience that would have been most inherent for that person in that community. This is a major conversation for us all the time, every day. There are these discussions about restoring and rebuilding trust. How do we restore and rebuild trust in environments that have been so ubiquitously and invisibly compromised where we can say in this situation, well, this was compromised and this is a problem, but in this situation, we're totally okay. We're totally clear of, of hardship. We're stabilized. This runs as it is supposed to run, um, where in fact here, is where some particular deleterious things are operating because we think everything is hunky-dory. Where we are using Telegram as a primary disability aid, we are often noticing these situations, particularly because outside of our network, Um, Telegram is not said to be a disability aid when we are noticing the gaps in people's awareness around Telegram being our disability aid. It is often the same places where trust is missing, where the resources to rebuild trust are missing because people aren't able to communicate with one another. But more than that, they're not able to recognize how they are not able to communicate with one another. And so when we, when we wander after, how do we restore and rebuild trust in our environments? We would first have to ensure that we are communicating And so often there are these major missing pieces of communication where one might repeat over and over again, telegram is my communications aid for severe neurological disabilities. I am unable to understand you or retain our conversation if we do not at least anchor our communications using that platform so that so that then I, I can bridge to other platforms sometimes in some cases. But um, first, essentially, we have to have real communications on Telegram. And when people don't understand what that means, and you, you can apply this to any situation where somebody has a particular communications aid that is needed. And um, if others will not use the communications aid for severe neurological disabilities or whatever other disablement situation, we ought not pretend that we are communicating. Hmm. Another thing that came up that was very interesting to me was about how planet waves eric's videos are still on youtube eric's not being taken down from youtube now um it does look like planet waves is being targeted in certain ways i don't want to speak too much on that i i I sort of notice inklings but i would be interested to ask eric what is his experience around that um but the the thing that that has come up a number of times is about camouflage Eric is being very precise about the details surrounding covid misinformation why is his stuff still on YouTube is it because of the astrology is it because If astrology is sufficiently discredited, then no one will pay attention to the other information that's with the astrology. I'm very curious about that. I'm very, very, very curious about that. Let's keep talking about that. My own personal calendaring practice shouts We are repairing our neurology together in real time. I've got a bunch of different pages that are calendar pages and my ability to know where I am in a span of time is improving. Now, if you've never lost that function for long enough to really experience it as missing, you may have no idea what I mean. And really when you have parts of your brain destroyed that have crucial left hemisphere functions that you really need on a moment to moment, day-to-day basis, and then you're suddenly without them, then like you can even, you can, you can succumb to the murkiness of did I ever really have these functions? Maybe I just thought I had these functions and I didn't actually have these functions. But then you can regain them and experience what it is like to have those functions and then realize I didn't have those functions for all of this period of time. It is a very strange form of space jumping. It requires steady, continuous breathing. We are experiencing a lot of different convergences. We were watching Cliff High yesterday talk about these different convergences. Um, we have the latest broadcast from Planet Waves FM from the 15th of April that is discussing the harmonic convergence between 87 and 2012, um, this 25 year span. we're talking about the the, the 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 convergence the convergences that Cliff was talking about are are um, for instance between telephony and um, computers um, telephony and the greater internet um, but also many other kinds of convergences that he is referencing and all of this that I've mentioned in the last five minutes um, Intersecting with what Catherine Austin Fitz describes as the great poisoning. That's very interesting how that lines up there. Um, our discussions of conflict relief. Why and how are all of these different conflicts occurring? And what do we do to have relief from them? How do we mitigate? How do we prevent? How do we ease our way? And it turns out that conflict is something that is being facilitated by various vectors of environmental poisoning, which includes um, many kinds of different environmental contaminants, as well as EMF pollution. Um, I think we could say etheric pollution. that, that, should, that should disqualify me from getting kicked off of YouTube right there, right? Etheric pollution. What kind of nonsense are you spouting? Conflict happens in situations where organisms are being poisoned and injured. Um, poisoned, injured, malnourished poisoned, injured, malnourished. So as we are experiencing the convergence of many different kinds of technologies that are approaching some kind of, I mean, we don't even wanna say the word singularity, but what other word am I gonna replace it with? I don't know we're also talking about the convergent effects of all of the pollution. We're we're talking about the convergent effects of all of these different layers of violence, layers of landscapes of violence, where we are experiencing those effects in our lives. The stories of our lives become something particular because of being exposed to these different technologies and these different ways of communicating and different modes of being. Um, It's not only we use Facebook to communicate. And so we become particular kinds of Facebook creatures. It's also that our innate sense, our deepest sense of what is relationship, what is relational what is conflict? What is the resolution of conflict? How do organisms move through challenges successfully and then find flourishing? How, how does all of that happen? What, what is our most core idea, conceptualization of life energy mechanisms, principles that would allow us to navigate such a situation. All of that is really, really changed by this this map of complex convergences. And many of those convergences are technologies that have been off gassing poison, that have have, um, side effects, that have results. That's like, well, this wasn't the main idea. We think, This wasn't the main idea, um, but it happened to have this side effect of, oh, this very unpleasant thing. But we really wanted the goal that we were achieving, so we did it anyway, Um, or we allowed so-and-so to do it anyway. And, And so now we're talking about conflict relief and the conspicuous ways we misunderstand one another. I'd like to talk a little bit about how we are seeking training and development partners. We are working on a number of different projects where we are collaborating directly and interpersonally to assist one another in the self entrainment that each of us chooses for ourselves using our delightful, improving senses of self-determination and we develop what is needed in our environments, whether we are assisting one another locally or non-locally, we are spending time focusing on what kinds of communications, what kinds of conversations are most immediately helpful when restoring vocational recovery resourcing. So that if you feel that you are in any way being prevented from the best most meaningful work that you could be doing, we wanna help you solve that problem. We wanna make sure that you are able to do the work that is most strengthening for you, that that brings the most resilience into your physical body, into your family circumstances, into your community infrastructures. Everything gets better when you are supported in, in the ways that are most right for you. And we're all living in, um, a lot of different interesting circumstances that tend to have this one thing in common. They tend to prevent us from being our own true selves, where we, we know that if we were our own true selves, we would have no problem in this situation. What is preventing me from being myself? What is preventing me from having my needs met? What is preventing me from understanding something that I'm trying to understand? What is the discomfort? What is the challenge? How do I integrate and overcome and rise to meet it? How do we do that? We have lost so much of what we originally knew, but that knowing is never lost really. We can regain that inherent knowing by remembering together, by helping one another. And so that's what we're doing. Intuitive groups are organizing this kind of safe, inclusive resourcing for all communities and all locations. because our friends and colleagues and family members are in all manner of different places. When we are seeking training and development partners, that can mean just about anything. And so you, wherever you're at, whatever you're working on, whatever your challenges are, whatever your need for community is, whatever your need for, engaging, honorable, respect-oriented social relationships is we are organizing to to secure um, steady, ongoing community routines so that this is always what we're practicing. If you want to talk more about that, you should message me directly on Telegram Messenger at Max Morris, M-A-X-M-O-R-R-I-S. One of the things that we're working on in various development activities is the subject of timelines because our community members have pretty horrifically been prevented from knowing our own timelines. What happened at what point, what was the date, what was the time, what was going on for me when this was going on for someone else, what was going on in our family when this was going on in in the greater, public events venues um, what were they talking about in popular media at the time when i experienced this particular event and my family members were experiencing this particular event how do we even place ourselves in time it's certainly not something that is easy to do if you are being too severely affected by neurological injuries which you may not recognize are occurring or you may have recognized are occurring, but you cannot tell whence they come. And all of us are in a great ocean of this now, as if the very waters we are swimming in are themselves electrified. And through the movements of that electricity, we send and receive signals of the communications that are most crucial to our collective survival at this time and then we find a few more concrete elements if we can call them concrete concrete material physical elements of our various situations in need of specific situational solutions. It turns out that knowing the timeline and being able to grasp a shared timeline is really important. And if you can't do that, you don't even know what you're missing. You don't even understand what you're not understanding because you're not spending any time in those layers of 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 time space communication, where I'm experiencing something and you're experiencing something, and we both remember what we were experiencing, and we compare notes about it afterwards, and then perhaps we may involve ourselves in compiling whatever kinds of histories, and um, we know the the kinds of powers that are exercised by influences that are able to have a consistent grasp of histories. We know also that um, many of those influences choose to mislead in their documentation of histories so 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 that I mean all of us who have been disconnected from our left hemisphere neurological functions really want to know what exactly was happening at this time and what is happening at this time and how are we going to figure it out if we don't repair our brains so how do we repair our brains does anybody talk about that who helps you repair your neurological functions once they have been destroyed by human trafficking organizations Intuitive public radio seems to be it. So now that we're doing this, what shall we do with it? There's a lot more to say. So when McLuhan talks about tribalization, um, one of the things that's going on is that groups are compromised in their ability to communicate. We used to talk a lot about internet silos. Um, We talk about Halls of mirrors, chambers of mirrors, um, where everyone in your environment has all the same opinions. Those are environments that, that are much easier to control. And it's almost as if you can have a, what do you call those? It's a slider, like for track lighting that will make the light slowly up, slowly down. I don't have something that does that right here, so I can't show you. Um, brighter, brighter, brighter. Dimmer, dimmer, dimmer. A dimmer. Somebody says dimmer switch. Maybe that's the word I'm looking for. When you have a lot of different communities that you need to control, You'd better control them or else it really helps if you can increase the tribalization. It really helps if you can increase difficulty in communication, um, difficulty in diplomacy, difficulty in respectful interactions, and then People tend to consolidate their their sense of safety around particular subjects. It makes a lot of biological sense to operate this way through intermittent stressors. If stressors are made to be continuous we must operate differently when i worked with seth godin the subject was often tribes and we talked about some aspects of tribalization but primarily with these various overlapping communities um, following and associated with Seth's work. We were talking about how to induce tribalization, how to tribalize a landscape. Now, I don't think that we were talking very explicitly about many targets at once. We were tending to talk about a case at a time. How do you create this tribe? How do you nourish this tribe? How do you strengthen this tribal environment in order to support a particular project. And those are some very interesting tool sets in use for a lot of different particular purposes. Okay, in the interview with Emily Trinkaus, Eric Francis Coppolino mentioned some particular dates that I had been looking for in my brain. Eris, um, I don't understand exactly what is meant by pre-discovery, but I can sort of, I have a kind of a gist. Pre-discovery, Eric said, 04. Eris was discovered officially in 05, Eris was named in 06. There were some things happening in my life at that time. Probably yours too, I surmise. And then what was also mentioned was the Uranus Eris conjunction of 2015 and 2016. Eric's reference point was where Trump treated, treated, tweeted his way into the presidency, treated his way into the presidency. Yeah, that sounds about right. There were also things happening to me at that time. Um, 2015 and 2016 are the years that I refer to most frequently when people ask me when I was trafficked. The most accurate answer to when was I trafficked is a much more expansive answer, but if we're trying to answer the question that people are most often trying to ask in a way that that they can maybe understand, then often the answer I am giving is late 2015, early 2016 because that was when the people in my environment stopped being there for a set of particular, actually very common reasons. And um, when people were no longer there in my circumstances of very severe neurological injury, I have to really rely on documentation that I was compiling. I have to really rely on whatever inklings of relationality I may still be interconnected with and in cases like this what happens what happens to people in these situations because we are prevented from communicating is (laughs) your memory is not just in your body your memory is in your body It can be destroyed and then you don't remember and you can grow it back. Even if you don't remember, you can grow it back. However, other people, your relationships, your environment, the greater body, the object environment field. If you're an object, you're also the environment because these are connected continuously. your memory is not only a function of of your individual body. Your memory is also a function of your relationships and your community, your family memory, your community memory. These are crucial physical functions of our bodies. And when when part of this is taken away, particularly in a violent and confusing way, it causes a particular kind of memory damage. And some of that can be repaired by one individual, but a lot of it cannot. A lot of it must be repaired by the community being repaired, must be repaired through deep network recovery strategy. And without that, we will all go, Oh, we just haven't figured it out yet. We can't do it. It's too hard. It just doesn't work over and over and over and over again. But if we think interstitially, if we think comprehensively, we are able to repair our physical memory in a way that also profoundly repairs the individual bodies that are part of our greater body. I keep bumping this thing. So in 2015 and 2016, the end of one and the beginning of the other, I was having to remember what was happening to me without most of the, 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 the usual resourcing that people assume are just part of the body and will just function. Um, if, you, if you experience um, too much of particular kinds of violence, then that can go away. And so when we're talking about Uranus conjunct Eris, 2015 and 2016. I don't know the exact dates. I'm very, very interested. We've been working very hard to create access points uh, to survivors of the most invisible forms of violence um, to astrological processing because there are no astrologers talking about our intersections with, th- I, I I think, I think Eric presents himself as an exception. Um, he certainly is an exception in certain ways, but there is a vast amount of material that, um, that that he does not address. And I don't think he knows about, although he certainly does reference in, in a lot of different ways. So it's very curious. But who else anywhere is talking about these intersections? We haven't found anyone. We were working on um, sex trafficker hunter neurology um, And when we say that it's astrology because the way that we've repaired our neurology has been through languaging of astrology, recognizing the greater physiology of the body that we're part of having to repair our local components, not with assistance locally, because we could not find assistance locally, but with assistance non-locally and also recognizing um, the the different meta-analogical layers of understanding our environments and and what are living beings and what are we experiencing and what is happening and how do we understand it together and how do we share information about it and how do we build more material through the way our minds co-create we've had to live here we've had to regenerate our physical bodies through means that others could not believe because we had all been lied to our whole lives when we recognize how many of us are having to live this way, how many of us must use some form of astrological languaging in order to orient ourselves and our loved ones in time space. It starts to become more clear why Chiron return and planet waves are so important to the story of Intuitive Public Radio um, being one of very, very few resources that is addressing anything like this. He's got a lot of pieces of it. There are a lot of pieces of it in Planet Wave's work. And then we find other pieces. We found pieces um, in the Temple of Hip Hop. We found pieces in Sarah Westall's work and her Ebinar community. We found pieces in the, the communities um, of Kohanot um, around the Kohenet Institute and and other um, Jewish spiritual communities that are gravitating towards many of the same element elements, recognizing how healing they are, recognizing that it gives us all better access points in terms of recovery, but all of these, Sources, planet waves included, um, do not seem to highlight at all that uh, that combinations of this resourcing will prevent human trafficking co-optation through neurological injury and will repair traumagenic neurological injury if used in particular ways. So if we have these resources, we have them here. We are in certain kinds of communication with one another. We definitely want to be using these resources to prevent human trafficking co-optation and repair physical trauma. We should be doing that now every day. We have had to be doing this every moment of every day for a lot of years now. Intuitive public radio has been trying to communicate about this specifically seeing, Oh, but here are the resources we need and can't quite reach. And here are these resources. Nobody knows that this heals, this kind of neurological injury. We need to tell somebody, but we can't reach them to communicate. We've been talking for years in intuitive groups about how what we need is here. What is missing? Because what we need is here already. What still needs to be put in place? Effective communication. And once we have effective communication, there's no need to mourn and rail about how our communities are being destroyed and we don't understand why or how and we shrug off when somebody says there's a solution because we feel just way too hopeless about it. We don't need to do that anymore because the resources are here, but here's the kicker. None of this works properly if the most severely affected community members and those excluded from community cannot reach the resourcing. So all of these individual efforts are doing amazing, amazing things. And many of them know it, they know that they're doing amazing things. And if somebody highlights that their work is not reachable by survivors of severity, often, people that we are in touch with feel very hopeless. They, they just, but I, I, we, I can't do that. I don't, there's no, I don't know how to help people who are that disabled. I don't know how to extend my work to them without compromising my own safety, my own resourcing, my, my own the well-being of my family. And what survivors are communicating is with some simple changes in infrastructure and in the ways we practice together on a day-to-day basis. We can make access points to all of this resourcing. None of it needs to be something we are cut off from. You do not need to despair that you cannot reach people in hardship with the work that you are doing. You just need to make sure that you're asking survivors for information about how to get that material to them how to create those access points for them and if you don't know how to find survivors to talk to you can message me directly on telegram messenger max morris m-a-x-m-o-r-r-i-s it's hard to get those words out of my face I'm doing okay. When we recognize that survivors in and around our communities right now are striving to communicate with us about how they can have facilitated access points that resolve all of these collective stressors, um, when we're talking to one another about that right now on a day-to-day basis. It's hard, it feels hard. I'm doing it, you can too. It's really magical how a bunch of our problems just disappear. And part of the sound in my voice that you're hearing is how painful it is to say that over and over again and, and, and have it not be understood. When this is why so many of our community members are suffering or dying. The challenges that we are encountering together now, whether our experiences of encountering them collectively or individually in isolation, can really only be addressed through a different way of thinking. And many of the influences that we are being affected by have the understandable effect or have been intentionally catalyzed to affect our ability to think differently, unless it is a very specific form of thinking differently. When we talk about entrainment, this is what we're talking about. You want to have your own sovereign self-determined ways of thinking. You are a unique organism. Your means of solving problems is so powerful and so imminent to your physical body. So emergent from whatever are the, the exact present circumstances that can be so difficult for us to even account for. We cannot describe it. We can barely discern what's happening in our environments when we are so profoundly affected by ubiquitous neurotoxins and all of these other disabling influences. When I look at all of these notes from which I am broadcasting recently and I look at my calendaring, which I think was where I started discussing circumstances this morning, when we look at how we are repairing our neurology in real time, when we look at the kinds the kinds of kindness oriented interactions that are facilitating that repair and the ways that these kindness oriented interactions can be scaled with access points that all community members can reach and participate in. we prove moment to moment to moment that we have what we need to successfully address the problems we've all been describing facing. It's hard to to keep an apprehension of that. It's hard to keep it in our memory because of the neurologically disabling circumstances all of us are in. But that is only more evidence of the same thing we must keep repeating. We are capable of repairing this neurology together. We are capable of repairing this memory. We are capable of repairing this function. All of these circumstances we have identified have neurological injury at their root, have Trauma at their root. And where are the resources for fully recovering from complex trauma? Where are the resources for fully recovering from severe neurological injury? Well, when we went looking, we couldn't find any. and that has continued to be pretty perplexing but we did build this infrastructure for radio broadcasting all are invited and um it is some seriously joyful collaborating do you think i made my point I traveled across all of these sub, Uh, I hit almost all of them. There were a couple I didn't. I can get those later. Harmonic convergence. So if 1987 to 2012 was the harmonic convergence, are there words that refer to before the harmonic convergence? Are there words that refer to after the harmonic convergence? We're experiencing a lot of different kinds of harmonic convergence. We're no longer in this 25 year span that, that was the end of the 13th Bakhtun um, that ended 2012. I'm not sure I understand that fully. I don't understand it fully. <laughs> I'm doing my best to um, integrate some new languaging because some of this is really important how is harmony converging how are harmonies converging how are our harmonies converging how are our harmonies converging